Ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin. What's today? It's July, I'll tell you that much. I think it's July 26th, to be honest. And accurate. I'm both. July 26th, filibuster freestyle. We are back in America, back in the United States. I am in lovely Boston, Massachusetts as we speak. So many pods that are in the chute, in the queue, in the bag. Some other euphemism or analogy you'd like to use instead, perhaps. Yet, I keep coming back with either emergency pods, like the three grandmothers, three stories in 24 hours that Cindy Harrington and I put up last week, live from Portugal. But there's a lot of other ones, a lot of other pods that, you know, we're just waiting for the right guest or waiting for the right time to, to release them. So this one, actually, I probably could also do with pundit Cindy Harrington, because um, she was there for it. But... I'm just going to tell you all how the filibuster freestyle, through no fault of our own, exposed a bit of a travel scam uh, related to not only Aer Lingus, but also Air Canada. So a couple of major airlines there. And when I say scam, you'll see after the theme song. I don't mean scam like, uh, oh, you know what? You'll have to just listen and see. How's that for a teaser? Anyway, theme song coming up, but first, places listening. United States, obviously, as usual, almost always is the number one place listening. However, the number one city listening is in Western Australia, Perth, Australia, top city in the world this week listening to the filibuster freestyle. Now, why would that be? Well, it could be any reason, actually, but... Sometimes the freestyle's listenership in the summer ebbs and flows with people's vacations. I think some of you actually catch up on the freestyle during vacation. Filibusterfreestyle.com, by the way, is where you can find an archive of all of our stuff. Some of you catch up on vacation, but some of you actually listen to the freestyle and other podcasts, obviously, like myself, meaning my, myself, I also listen to other podcasts that aren't this one, because that'd be weird. Um, but you listen to it on the way to work. So July is kind of an ebby and flowy month, if you will. But Australia, it is their winter in July. So maybe that's one of the reasons that the folks in Perth, Australia, are shooting at the top of the list. Maybe they're all working hard and we're all on vacation. Or maybe they're all on walkabout, which is an Australian cultural, uh, sorry, custom, where those dudes just go on vacation. And by dudes, I mean men and women. Everybody in Australia gets to go on walkabout. Either way, congrats to Perth. Uh, In addition to Australia and the U.S. listening, Morocco, Brunei, and the Ukraine. Not a ton of different countries this week, but a nice smattering. I mean, Australia, Brunei, Morocco, Ukraine, the U.S., that's a lot of time zones right there. A lot of time zones, a lot of latitudes, a lot of longitudes. All right. Flip side of the theme song, we're going to tell you why Aer Lingus and I also found out Air Canada, what they're up to. And how they're, I don't want to say scamming people, but I'm just saying it wasn't a good experience. Freestyle, baby. Filibuster, filibuster, freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster, freestyle. Filibuster, freestyle. It's the filibuster, freestyle. Filibuster, freestyle. That's right, filibuster, freestyle. The intro song, filibusterfreestyle.com. We've got all kinds of stuff planned for you here at the end of July, moving into August. We're excited for the fall. Lots going on. 
I want to talk about Aer Lingus. I want to talk about, you know, you go on a 20 or 21-day trip, and the last thing you need to do is go to the airport, check in, fly back home. You're doing it on a Saturday. We picked a Saturday because Chief Financial Officer and Pundit Cindy Harrington needed to work on Monday. So this is this past Monday, so July, what, 22nd? Um, so we were going to fly back on the 20th, which is Saturday. And you'd think, you know, we took a lot of flights while we were in Europe, took a lot of trains. Uh, I want to state for the record that I did not take Aer Lingus over to Ireland. I started the month with an American Airlines flight out of Charlotte. But I did take Aer Lingus while in Europe, took it from Dublin to Barcelona, in fact. Um, Pundit Cindy Harrington took it all the way to Dublin and took it to Barcelona. And our plan was to take it together back to Boston. So I don't want to make this too long of a deal, but get to the airport two and a half hours early for the international flight, which they say you got to be there two hours early. We get there, giant line. The dude working for the airline at the front of the line for Aer Lingus is like, hey, use the kiosks to check in. Use these self-automated kiosks to check in. So we try. It won't let us. So we're back in line. The line is long, 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 but moving. And the guy says it's probably going to be an hour. We were kind of looking at it and said, okay, well, we're, you know, we're here two and a half hours early. This takes an hour. We'll still have 90 minutes to get to our gate, which means we've got to clear customs, but that's okay. we got a shot. We get to within, I don't know, let's say it's Disney World. Let's say it's Space Mountain. And they have the barriers that's kind of, you know, if no one's there, you kind of just move through them. But if everybody's there, it's kind of like, you know, you're walking basically back and forth in a snake fashion for like 10 different lines. So we got from line like eight or nine or 10 to line two. Like we were two lines away, probably 50 people away from getting to the desk. Let me get a drink of water real here, really quickly here. Unofficial sponsor of the week, water. So also Triscuits, which I was trying to wash out really quickly. You ever notice how Triscuits, though delicious, Sometimes you get a little, little Trisket f- fragment, a little shard of Trisket stuck in your throat. Well, anyway, that was just happening live here in the freestyle. And instead of pressing pause, we just kept going and we just took a little water break. No big deal. High quality H2O, Bobby Boucher style. Anyway, I digress. So we're getting close to the front of the line. And it was a well-staffed, well-oiled machine by Aer Lingus to start. They probably had about eight to ten agents, and they were just banging through, getting people on their different flights, okay? All of a sudden, we get to within probably 50 people, and and I start seeing fewer and fewer Aer Lingus agents at the desks, which is not good if you're in a rush. I hear them announcing different flights that are getting ready to close boarding over the loudspeaker. None of them are for Boston. I see a guy in a Red Sox shirt at the desk, (coughs) excuse me, talking to a lady, hold on a second, excuse me, like I was saying, talking to a lady who works there, of course, you know, an agent, and he, she's like, I'll be right back, and then she never showed back up, and so this guy in a Red Sox shirt is sitting there for five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And obviously, we are now running out of time to get our own flight. 
And every once in a while, somebody gets called up to an Aer Lingus agent and they get their tickets or they check their bags and they move on. And every once in a while, I see another situation like the poor guy in the Red Sox shirt where somebody is sitting there talking to an agent for an uncomfortable, an uncomfortably long amount of time. They then, the Aer Lingus person says, I'll be right back. The Aer Lingus person doesn't come back. And then that person too is standing there looking like a jamoke. So I noticed that that person is also heading to Boston. And I say to Cindy Harrington, there's something up with the Boston flight. Fast forward to, um, I don't know, whatever. They basically say, Aer Lingus passenger Cindy Harrington, you have to report to get your tickets fixed. You've missed your flight or you, you whatever. And we're sitting there saying, well, we haven't missed it yet, but the reason we're going to miss it is because you started pulling people out of your booths and everybody from Boston is just sitting here twiddling their thumbs and we're screwed. Okay. So they then tell us that we need to – we didn't listen. We didn't hear the announcements. They were calling for us. They were calling at our flight and they didn't. And I know that because the other four or five people who also had the same problem we had also were listening also didn't hear anything, and none of us knew each other before what was about to become an 18-hour period when we all get to know each other very well. Because what happened was, Aer Lingus apparently, and this is the scam part I talked to you about. It's not a scam, it's legal, but it's not cool. Aer Lingus overbooks all of their flights on purpose. We also learned, sidebar, so does Air Canada from Dublin back to North America. And they do this because they're legally allowed to. And obviously, they don't want to take empty seats across the ocean when they can get, you know, four, five, six hundred, seven hundred dollars for a ticket. If you book late enough, over a thousand dollars for a round trip ticket. They don't want an empty seat, so they oversell. Problem is, about five to ten people a night per flight don't get their seat. They get screwed over. But, dramatic pause for more water to fight the Triscuits. They don't, this is not a surprise. Like these five people or 10 people a night who get screwed over, they weren't flying standby. Um, they had a seat. They bought their tickets months in advance. And they probably had plans to get across the ocean to be where they wanted to be because they needed to be there or wanted to be there when they booked the ticket, not when Aer Lingus felt like sending them. But Aer Lingus makes a decision every single day that it's cheaper and less damaging for them as a company apparently to screw over five or six or ten people a day in Dublin, tell them that their flight is full, stonewall them when they get there early so that the last ten people in line even if they got there two and a half hours early, get screwed, then they've decided that it's cheaper, and it probably it is cheaper, to put those poor people on a flight to London instead of to Boston in this case or New York or wherever. And then when they bring you to London, they tell you you're going to stay in a four-star hotel. Now, when I think of a four-star hotel, I think of probably four out of like five stars, so like an 80%. I think this hotel was like a four out of 10 stars. And I'm just kidding, but 
it wasn't, it wasn't a four-star hotel. So they say, we'll give you a free shuttle and a free meal and a free place to stay, and you get to fly back tomorrow on Delta. So we get to fly back a day late. We get to take an extra flight to England, which is further away from America than Dublin is. And the best part is we have no say because if we want to stay in Ireland, we can't leave till Wednesday. So we have to go to England. So you said we could send to England. And the reason I found out about this little scam is because when I rolled in, check-in, the dude was like, yeah, this happens every single night, Air Canada too. They just figure it's cheaper for them to put you up here in our hotel and give you a free shuttle voucher and a free buffet meal voucher and pay Delta to stick you on their flight because Delta runs a bunch of flights a day to Boston out of London Heathrow. Air Lingus would rather do that, and it's cheaper for them to do that, and it's better for their bottom line than to just not oversell their tickets, even though they know they're going to screw over people every day. So, word to the wise on Air Lingus or Air Canada, don't get there two hours early. Get there three hours early. Or if they give you any prompts at all before you get to the airport to check in electronically, do it. And I would say, honestly, don't check baggage. And here comes the second fun part of the trip about checking baggage. Now, I was gone for three weeks. I had to check a bag. It's too darn big. But somehow, of the five or six people who were in Dublin who had to go to London, we were clearly the last five or six people to be on this Aer Lingus flight to, to London. So when we get to London and we're waiting for our bags, the first two bags out belong to Pundit Sidney Harrington and this other dude named Brian, who up until now was a stranger, but now I know Brian really well because Aer Lingus forced myself and Brian and his brother-in-law, Ryan, and Pundit Sidney Harrington and me and some other little dude whose parents live in Natick, Mass. He lives in Chicago. Anyway, I know all this about Brian and Ryan and the little dude from Chicago slash Natick, Mass because Aer Lingus forced us all to then travel together for the next 18 hours because uh, Cindy Harrington's bag came out. Mine didn't. Brian's bag came out. But Ryan's didn't. So now we're running around Heathrow Airport. We're trying to figure out where our bags are. Mind you, we thought we were going home. So we had one outfit that we were wearing and said, oh, when I get home today, I can't wait to change out of these clothes. Well, when they make you stay an extra day and don't tell you to, they're going to lose your bag, then you sleep overnight and then you put on the same crummy clothes that you traveled in or tried to travel in all day the day before. And you have no bag, you have no toothpaste, you have no nothing. So then you get on the flight, you go home, and they tell me that Delta doesn't have my bag because it's cheaper, probably, definitely, for Aer Lingus to ship my bag with Lufthansa through Frankfurt, Germany, where I never went on this trip. So instead of sending my bag that they found finally from Ireland, it came late. So one, you didn't get the bag on the plane or... Two, you didn't put it in the right place. Three, you finally found it. But instead of letting me grab it, you said, I'm going to put it on a flight to America that isn't yours, even though I was there to grab it. And we're going to send it to Germany for a while. So they sent it to Germany. It supposedly was going to land three hours after my flight landed on Sunday. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. But here I am five days later on Friday, and I just got my bag yesterday. Also, because it's Ireland and they're five hours ahead, they would call me every day at 5.30 in the morning to tell me they didn't know where my bag was. Problem was, 
I on vacation wasn't too keen on getting up at 5.30 in the morning to hear about it. So anyway, final kicker, besides the fact that, you know, Brian and Ryan, lovely guys, and were, uh, they got to go to the, uh, the British Open, the Open Championship, and they had to pay the ultimate sacrifice of getting rerouted through Heathrow Airport's uh, hotel district like we did. But we're cool with those guys now, so we made some new friends via this nightmare. But we're eating this well before aforementioned free buffet at the hotel. And all of a sudden, I feel it. A crown pops off my tooth. So now I've got no clothes. I got no teeth. I got no deodorant. I got no nothing. And um, we're a day late and a dollar short. We're flying Delta. So here's what I would say. Just fly Delta in the first place. Or just fly American Airlines in the first place. Or just fly British Airways if possible in the first place. In the summer, going to Dublin, a ton of air carriers will fly direct from North America to Dublin. You don't have to worry, excuse me, worry about the Aer Lingus loop-de-loo, which is what I'm calling it, where they decide to stonewall you in line, slow the line down so that you're forced to miss your flight. They don't call your flight till it's too late. They tell you that they did call it. So they kind of lie to your face. Then they put you on a bus or on a plane with all the other people they screwed over. Then they put all those people on the same bus and they put all those people in the same hotel. And those people all talk. So we know that we didn't hear them call our flight that the gates were closing. We know we all saw them bring people, instead of just fronting it, here's the thing, here's what I'm pissed off about. The passive aggressive way in which Aer Lingus, it seems, chooses on a daily basis to not let on every single person who they sold a ticket to because they don't have enough seats is the problem. The passive aggressive method is the problem. If you, first of all, don't sell too many tickets, but I get it. You decided you're going to do that, and you've decided it's cheaper to put human beings on a plane to England and put them up in a hotel and give them a crappy buffet at 10 o'clock at night. It's cheaper to do that than to just fly across the ocean with empty seats. Okay, you got to – Aer Lingus has to feed their families too. Fine. But don't pretend that it's my fault when it's your fault. Don't pretend that you'll be right back when you won't be right back, and these poor guys – on the Boston flight are sitting there twiddling their thumbs for 15, 20 minutes when you have their passport in your hand. They can't even leave, okay? Number two, don't tell us it's a four-star hotel when it's a three-star out of 100. It's not four out of five. It's like three out of 100, okay? Number three, when you lose the bags, well, losing the bags is a whole different thing, but we wouldn't have lost the bags if we didn't have to take two extra flights, which is insult to injury, and losing the tooth is on top of all that. But again, it's this passive-aggressive way of dealing with it. They should have called all the people from Boston and said, we have an oversale situation. We'll give people X thousands of euros, X hundreds of euros. Because here's the other thing. I did leave this part out. They do give you some money, some euros, which we quickly converted into dollars, they do give you some money for your time, but they do it on the back end when you're already pissed. Why not tell everybody who's going to America 
in this case, Boston or North America, wherever the flight's going, why not say, hey, everybody, we can send you here or we can give you hundreds of euros or thousands of euros and we can send you to England instead. Why not do that? Instead of basically saying, oops, you're screwed. Here's some money and we're going to put you up in some crap hole at Heathrow Airport. And meanwhile, when you, turn, when you check in, the guy at the door is going to be like, oh, yeah, we get like 10 or, 10 or 20 rooms every single night held just for Aer Lingus and Air Canada because they do this every night. It just seems like I can't be the first person this happened to. I can't be the first person who's cracked this code. I doubt I'm the first person with a podcast who's going to complain about it, but I'm definitely complaining about it. So Aer Lingus, I'm not saying that me complaining is worth you changing your methods, but at some point, you're going to burn somebody who's going to have the platform that's going to knock you back a few pegs. Also, the sixth person who got screwed over in this endeavor was a woman who does work for the Irish Tourism Bureau and was basically sneak attacking the quality control to go back to the New York office. Maybe you can screw me over. Maybe my tips can come out. Is what it is. That lady's probably going to give him a tough review and heads my role. So anyway, that's what I got. Filibusterfreestyle.com, filibusterfreestyle, Instagram, filibusterfreestyle. Well, on Twitter, it's at Gavin Viano. That's my name. Host the show. You might have heard of me because, uh, you know, I'm talking right now. Anyway, thanks for everybody for listening. Hope you've been having a great summer. We've got Southern Charm stuff coming up with Dara, Richie O'Brien, Cindy Harrington. We've got some Portugal mini pods to still get to. We've got some Irish wedding recap stuff we still have not gotten to. So much stuff going on. Get some best man speech podcast stuff we still got to do. A lot of stuff. So filibuster freestyle, we appreciate you listening. Please subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on Google Music Play. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, actually, over iTunes. uh, Because iTunes is going away. Another story for another day. And, uh, yeah, check us out. Tell your friends. Leave a review. Please leave a review. Helps people find the show. Freestyle. Aer Lingus. Not friends. Talk to you soon.